KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. Victor Kosakovsky's Aquarella drenches us in astonishingly vivid, almost hallucinatory images of water. This documentary feature has no plot, no kinship with the shape of water, and no obvious agenda, which doesn't mean it has no purpose. The subject really is H2O and all its power and various forms, from frozen to rainbow mist. The film makes water audible. The thumps and groans of glaciers coming apart sound like the whole planet coming apart, and makes it nearly palpable heaving mountains of blue-black waves in an Atlantic storm that convey stupendous mass and titanic energy as no movie I've seen before. The effect is enhanced by Dolby Atmos sound and by an urgent score by Ika Topinen. The achievement is so extraordinary that I'd love to go on in this vein, just describing sequence after spectacular sequence. First, though, an explanation of why these images look and feel as they do. Conventional films are shot at 24 frames per second. It's a rate that sustains the illusion of continuous motion, though not always without a trace of flicker. When movies were first called flick, it was because at 16 frames per second or thereabouts, they flickered conspicuously. Aquarella is being shown in certain theaters at 48 frames per second. Check the listings to see if yours is one of them. That rate smooths out motion for the eye and gives the brain a sense of enhanced depth and richness. Actually, Kasikowski and his co-cinematographer Ben Bernhardt shot the film at 96 frames, but very few theaters in the country can project at that speed. A lot of the news about water these days is about its insufficiency, dwindling supplies of the stuff or ravaging drought. That's not the emphasis here. The movie's dominant mode is surfeit. Miami pummeled by Hurricane Irma, a vast cascade at Angel Falls in Venezuela that could pass for a glimpse of the creation or a portrait of perpetual motion. One sequence, though, calls perpetuity into question. The setting is Siberia's Lake Baikal, the world's oldest and deepest body of freshwater. Normally, the lake freezes over so solidly in winter that locals drive their trucks and SUVs across it, either for convenience or for fun. In recent years, though, rapidly rising temperatures have decreased the thickness of the ice and increased the danger. Just how dangerous the lake has become is illustrated graphically by a group of men using crude but efficient gear to winch out SUVs that have crashed through the surface, and then shockingly by an event that the filmmakers could not have foreseen. No one there or anywhere else in the film ever utters the words global warming, yet the message could not be clearer. We are all of us living on thin ice. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews. 
KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.